Hey, welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, both of them, Ronald J. Martin, Barnabas Piper. Pipe, the fans have spoken. They wanted you back. They've been clamoring for you. Big. Uh, they're, they're tired of the brand of radio that Ronald and I bring to the table. So uh, you are back. We are happy to have you. You have survived a tornado and the coronavirus um, and you're back in studio. Well, time, time will tell on the coronavirus by the time this thing comes out. Well, yeah, so far, you know, you know, so could be, yeah, in a box. We'll see. You know what? The coronavirus is not going to stop, Piper, and it's not even going to slow this down. Uh, it's Midtown Live in Louisville, Correct. Uh, also known as the biggest radio event of the year, also known as Piper's first Christmas, not for, not first Christmas, Piper's first Easter, wrong holiday. Um, so bring your Easter. I mean, if they want to bring me Christmas presents, I'm down with Dude, that. We should too. do a Christmas theme live app sometime in, in April. Um, that would be amazing. She- shepherd pouches yeah. for everybody. Shepherd's pouches all around. Well, you, you know, you know what we need to do? That, so. We need to get a shepherd's pouch sponsor. Seriously. Someone who makes little canvas, like burlap what bags. What if Saddleback made us some like hipster leather shepherd's oh, pouches? Oh, dude. Saddleback shepherd's pouches. They retail for like three fifty. dollars <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, we're all going to go broke. Over, overly engineered. Overly engineered, say. lifetime warrantied shepherd's pouches. We're not going to go broke because we get those things for freebie, you know? So <laughs> That's yeah. right, baby. It's going to be raining pouches. Oh, it's raining on, uh, Saddleback leather pouches. On the program. But, but alas, boys, we're getting ahead of ourselves because we are here to promote Midtown Live uh, coming up in uh, in in not too long in Louisville. So, Piper, give us the uh, give us the skinny on this event. Talk us through the ticket buying process, okay? Because that's the main thing. <clears throat> and talk us through our new sponsor. Yeah, I mean, we got a new a new event sponsor for Midtown Live. We do, yes. So, uh, ticket buying is is very easy for them. it. Just costs you a little bit of money and like three clicks of your device of whatever device you're going. If you just go to happyrantpodcast.com, you'll see all the details right in the middle. The event is April 13th. It's a Monday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time because mm. it'll be in Louisville, Kentucky at Sojourn Midtown, which from my understanding is a cathedral-esque building, oh, which really yeah. suits our sensibilities. I love it. It'll bring out the best in Ronnie because he's he's very aesthetically um, motivated. Yep. And so I, I anticipate that being just... Him being on Good fire space. that night, dude. Now, how how um, is it that like some Anglicans didn't beat you guys to that building? Because I feel like I feel like there would have been a strong kind of like Anglican push for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like or like a Harvest Bible Chapel buying it out from under you and and then yeah. you know ruining, dude. It. The the Sojourn hipster community in in uh, Louisville must have they must have some some juice. They do, you know. They got they got some influence, down. right? They do. Yeah, big time. I can't wait to see these people in this church. I feel like there's going to be some woodworking like stations, some axe throwing. It's going to be amazing. Do you think there's? Do we, do we have to get like extra insurance for axe throwing, or do we just we get do? To kind we of, have to get a little like, rider. Just get people to sign like a post-it note that says, "I won't sue if my finger gets cut off" or something. Yeah, I don't know. We got to work all that out, but that's part of the entertainment business, boys. Is just us thinking about that and making it easy for the user. Um, Piper, how can we get tickets for this thing? Yeah, so it is, If again, you go to happyrantpodcast.com, there's a big sort of orangish button right in the middle of the page. You'll see, like, live event. It's got the details. It'll say, say what we're doing. It's the day after Easter. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, for those of you who are heavily invested in your church, this is a great chance to um, to kind of come relax after your, your all of your 
Good Fridays and Easter's and cantatas and I don't know what all else people do for Easter, but big church things. Um, drive over to Louisville, come to this thing. Tickets cost fifteen bucks, so they're not expensive. That basically covers uh, our cost to get there. And then we just secured a sponsor for this thing. That is the Gospel Project, the uh, the great kids, students, and adults. Uh, Bible study and Sunday school and small group curriculum that Lifeway puts out that is just looks at the theme of kind of a biblical theology, the theme of redemption through all of Scripture. So there's going to be giveaways of that. There's going to be, we'll have our books, and uh, Ronnie, I'm sure, will have some of his musical swag there as well. So it's going to be a grand time on April 13th at 7 p.m., and you can go to happyrantpodcast.com and buy tickets for not very expensive, and you should do that. And we can promise that it will be coronavirus-free. Uh, if we have to wear we, hazmat suits on stage, we're we're still doing it. Yeah, that's that's, yeah, that's, that, that's true. We can do. We we promise we'll be there in spite of coronavirus. How well, here's exactly? my question, man. What if? Uh, yeah, I've heard some rumors that maybe T4G is going to be uh, going to be canceled. Ooh, so what happens? Maybe. What happens if the lesser of the two uh, events gets canceled? And by lesser, I mean T4G. I think I think we still do it. I'll play to a room of yeah, like man. three people. I don't care. <laughs> It, you know, I'm going to play it just, like it's Wembley Stadium. Absolutely, we're not, we're not we're not some mega church that's afraid of this mess and, and doing video venue services because we're afraid of coronavirus. We're we're going in on this thing. Maybe now, how is I, I want to know? I will how, be there regardless. I want to know how coronavirus has impacted the like C and D list reform breakout session schedule that you keep. Like, have have any of your gigs been canceled? Yeah, no, I've not. I've had no cancellations. In fact, like even at our wow. own church, boys. Wait for it. We still had communion yesterday. We still did. Communion. So those those like twelve person classrooms where you're well, doing the breakouts, we'll miss you. they just wipe those down with like Clorox and, and you're good to go. Clorox or just like a wet like a wet towel rack. <laughs> just a wet wipe. Yeah, that's the- well, I was I was under the impression that alcohol kills coronavirus. So as long as you're using real wine, you yeah, I know that's go. true. Yeah, we're. We kind of, I mean, we're a little controversial in that we're not doing the real wine thing. We're still grape juicing it, mm. you know. You're not so. that hipster. I we're not. I, I feel mean, like it's just I, it's, hipster spectrum says you got to. I know real we're wine. a little controversial in that we don't do real. We don't give the option, right? We either do real yeah. wine, grape juice, like grape soda. You know what I mean, like whatever one Dude, you we, want. We got this Anglican church in our town, and I love how like self-satisfied they feel they work into every conversation how they use real wine dude they love well yeah because they love them. oh they love it so here's like the re- just here's the real wine goblet themselves. here's the grape juice goblet here's the fanta grape soda goblet right you know here's the like, absolutely like what, whatever yeah well just ask them if they use franzia or boda box like which version of crappy boxed wine do they use <laughs> exactly. and that should shut them up on their smugness because like yeah congratulations you got the dregs of the of the wine barrel the dregs of the wine industry Every Sunday morning. No, I love yeah, it. Yeah, if you're going to do it, it, you should use some nice wine, right? That that would be our that would be our gig, right? Baby, can we at least go to Trader Joe's and pick up some two buck chuck or whatever? Can we lean into this coronavirus and breakout session thing for a minute? I want you to like think through your speaking career over the last decade, because um, because I have thoughts on this for myself, and Piper can probably chime in on this too. What's the saddest like type of room where you've ever done a breakout session? You know what I'm saying? Like like you get into the room and you're just like oh um, yeah I got some what, I got what are some, we looking at I got some ammunition for that one yeah lay it yeah, on us I, I'm just curious so the most depressing one I ever did was it was a dude it it was like it was like a kids 
It was like a, it was, yeah, you yes. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It was literally yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it was like a nursery room for like uh-huh. kids ages zero to two. And I literally, <laughs> I, I think I, I had to do two breakout sessions and, and one, the second one I did, it had a, uh-huh. it had a dad and his like 10 year old daughter. <laughs> In it. Spectacular. And that was it. Spectacular. And I still had to do it. It was like a 45-minute breakout, and I had to do the whole thing. And the 10-year-old daughter's, like, distracted by the Barbies. And were the chairs really tiny? Yeah, and it was, like, the tiny little, like, t- yeah. <laughs> it was, like, the <laughs> tiny desks. And it and the thing is, every single one of those rooms smells vaguely of, like, rancid apple totally. juice. And Cheerios. And, and yesterday's yeah, diapers. Yesterday's yeah. diapers and, like, honey nut Cheerios, right? So, oh, fantastic. So it was just, like, and I'm sitting in there. So this is... Like pipe, you'll get this right. It gets a little awkward because it's like, well, let's give every, let's give it some time for people to come in, right? Because it was post lunch, so everybody's a little late, and so it's like, yeah. it's like ten minutes after I'm supposed to start, and it's like, no, nope, uh-huh. that's who's coming, that's who's showing nice. up. So I just nice. dove into it, and there it was. So that one, maybe the glitz yeah. and glamour of the of the road, you know? Oh, it was um, yeah. It's what what Bob Seger sang about all those years ago. You know, Absolutely. It's not all well, those are the moments where you're like, "All right, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, I'm done speaking. I'm not doing. This I'm done again. speaking you, until next you take week. Take the next booking. <laughs> yeah. I'm done until three days. Did, from did you get? Exactly. Was was this a paid speaking thing, or was this like a they they gave you like they we'll cover your travel, and then they gave you like a gift basket of you know chocolate covered almonds or <laughs> no, something? No, I mean like it was that. it was like legit. It was it was like it was a worship conference thing, and it was like mm-hmm. it was like legit. It was here's the thing: like the actual conference was like it was good. It was a good turnout for some reason. This breakout was just something nobody was interested in, you know, topic wise. So. Yeah. Interesting. So not that I was insulted by that. Was it a situation where it was like a 500-person conference and they did like 27 breakouts? So the math just doesn't work out in the speaker's Pipe, you know favorite. what, man? It probably was exactly that. Yeah. That's about what it was. It yeah, was those, those are those great. Deals. Yeah. Yeah, that's not, that's not it's, awesome. It's not super fun. Man. Yeah, it wasn't super fun. But, you know, there it is. So baby, I played a uh, I played a mega church youth group room one time oh where there were like seventy five Xboxes oh, and dude. screens and um like a and there was a like a like an abandoned airplane like hanging from the ceiling. Of course, like, there's like, always an abandoned had, like, airplane. Yeah, they had like the carcass of a like a like a Cessna like hanging. Yeah, where, from the ceiling. like or like or something from World War Two. Like where they where they get these things is baffling. It is baffling, and and, it, and it's like, yeah, like I want to play my Xbox underneath a, you know, the the abandoned husk of an old like mid century. Yeah, baby, those used know, to be the gigs I would play, like those youth event rally things. Like, yeah, yep. always yep. under like the yeah the, always under the, the the Cessna hanging from the air, just praying that that thing doesn't like praying that that thing holds and doesn't drop praying on that your that head. Thing, yeah, the hooks don't break, and you know. So how was you it? See the you? underside of a lot of Cessna. Yeah, exactly. Today. Right. I, we you can know? we can describe yeah. them at, at will. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, a pipe most depressing uh, venue you've ever played is a breakout session. Speaking. <clears throat> oh, the most depressing venues are by far any hotel conference room yep. or uh, like meeting center. So because. All you know that it, they all smell the same. They all look the same, and the two that I recall both had like the turnouts were pretty good. One of them was it was a it was a retreat for ministry people, and I was talking pastors' kids stuff, and they they were super engaged, great hosts. But it was at a um, 
I think it was at a Hampton Inn in Suites in Tupelo, Mississippi. Dude, that just oh, sounds like nice. the, that and, sounds uh, like the yeah. It sounds like you're getting ready to tell a joke. I've, and and so you get like the little prefab stage that's you know 18 inches high, and it's it's like a, it's kind of like rickety elementary school bleacher material. And then the podium that has like the 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 black draping in front of it, uh-huh. but it all and then it has like the Hampton Inn little logo on the front, so it kind of looks like you're giving a a press conference or a political speech. Yeah. And then they're all sitting around round tables, and and the, the hosts had done their best to kind of give the room some decor so that it didn't feel exactly like a hotel conference room. Yeah. Uh, but the weirdest one was I got I got uh, invited to do a christian school fundraiser uh, in was it iowa city or ames okay. it was somewhere in iowa in like a february mm-hmm. like four always a years great ago, state maybe. to go nice. to in winter oh absolutely and, like a dream and again the, the principal of the school hosted he was great but it was the, first of all i i'm not a christian school person like i don't i'm not an education guy yeah. so i i even asked him i was like what do you want me to talk about because <laughs> i don't really know uh-huh. how, how you want me to do this and then and then they're like it's fairly formal so i you know i had to wear oh, like dude. a okay. i had to wear like a nice blazer and tie oh, yeah. and whatever you put on your favorite da carson outfit yeah, dude, dude private yeah, christian my favorite co- private christian schools love the blazer like they're pro blazer all day long. Well, that thing is like a suit. A suit was only for like the bankers in the room yeah. who are going to cut the big checks. Yep. Um, so the blazers are for the rest of us. So, and I went brown blazer, or maybe I went gray blazer, mm-hmm. but it was sort of like it was the not quite like the, the true traditional navy. Yeah. But again, just a it was just a big hotel ballroom, and you stand up on this stage, and the lighting is weird, and the sound is very echoey, and something about hotel meeting rooms it just sucks. Any ounce of like engagement, creativity, yeah. uh, everything. Like, like college classrooms are better than that. I've spoken in a bunch of those, mm-hmm. and you get in there and you kind of feel like, okay, we're going to interact about stuff, yeah, totally. whatever that is. Totally. College lecture halls are, are like that. Yeah. Um, college lecture any, halls know, are co- good rooms, man, to be honest. Yeah, like they're designed for somebody to speak to a group of people who are positioned to listen. Yeah. Hotel ballrooms are like, uh, I don't know. It's a cardboard box that we insulated a little bit. I think the whole like ethos behind the hotel conference room is to really make you like your your room, like your hotel room, like because you just have this insatiable desire to like flee the meeting room and get back up to your room as quickly as possible. Insatiable desire to um, give up oh, on yeah, all they- of life. The- exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, the signage on them is always the same. You know, it's like the, it's like the foam core sign on the easel outside yep. that's like 7 p.m. Barnabas Piper speaking on whatever. And yeah, you walk up and you're like, oh, I'm speaking and well, I like don't Pipe, even want to be like, here. Exactly. There's like I just want to go back to my room. Feel, like there, yeah, it's that ballroom setting. There's something about it that feels it's almost like how do you describe it? Like it feels like a version of some, like it just feels fake. It, just, it feels like it would be on the office. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it would prep. be like a bit. I'm sorry. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. It feels like, not a prep. It feels like sort of like a like a set. Like from so, yeah. like it just yeah. there's something about it where it feels like I. But like a high school, like a high school uh, drama set. That's what not I mean. Like this is where people end up yes. who don't want to end up in these places, kind of a thing. And so you feel like yeah. it's almost like this life flashing before. Like it feels like it's the setup to a joke. Like this is like this is where I ended up speaking. You know the joke that yeah, we've been like, making I, for the last twelve. Yeah, minutes. correct. Yeah, right. You you walk in there and you immediately feel like a failed. You life do. Coach. Yeah. For oh sure. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you need a flip You're chart like, and like an over the ear mic. I I read a Tony Robbins book and now I'm trying to be him at, at this a Hampton hotel yes. ballroom yeah, venue. Exactly. 
where did my life go wrong? Where did I go off the rails? Which is basically we're just describing all of our lives right now. So yeah, that was a that was a great lead in pipe. Thank you for that. Absolutely, you know? dude. I did. A- but see, here's the thing. Like I I've spoken at like really crappy camps before. Yeah. And those never strike me as crappy because I'm like, oh, that's what this is supposed to be. Yeah. Like the chapel's supposed to smell mildewy totally. and be drafty. And there's a bunch of high school kids who are kind of half paying attention. Yeah. And But like the five who are paying attention are 120% paying attention. Totally. Like those kinds of things are, are money. Hey, that's I love funny that. That is my absolute most like depressor right there. Dude, no way. Yeah, See, that I love camp thing things. just absolutely slays me, man. <laughs> Maybe it's because Ted and I are Midwest I kids who grew, grew up, up going, going to camps, camps like no, that. I did, all, and so we're, I did the Christian camp circuit. I mean, I I grew up doing it. Just, it's the California Christian camp circuit. I don't know. It's not that it's bad. It just it brings up old vibes to me, which is just like, oh, mm. it came to this. This is mm-hmm. this is what it's come to. I don't know, man. It just has that vibe to me. I mean, I, I'll do them, and they're usually enjoyable. But like my initial feel when you walk into that environment where it all smells like sloppy joes perpetually for life like I, there's just something yeah. about the smell of it and the whole thing where i just go oh man like give me a minute dude listen to give this man. listen to this this will make you guys feel better about your lives so <laughs> i did a gig two weeks ago and uh, i'm not going to get into the particulars of this but it was on our campus and oh i found out like five to ten minutes before going on stage that my gig was like punishment like that the audience had to be there Uh, and it was just like punishment thing for like male greek life like like oh yeah by the way they all have to be here and the energy in the room was just like like all these bros slumped like as far down in a chair as you can get without like falling out of it you know oh it was terrible i feel like you're the type to get up there and be like you know who this is really punishment for me Me. exactly exactly i basically did say that but uh yeah that was a that was a first for my life, man, being used as punishment. So Wait, what was it punishment for? Uh, I shouldn't get into it. I shouldn't get into it. I wish I could. Just poor, poorly behaved college yes. students? Yeah, that, in general. That's hilarious, yeah, yeah, P, that they like set you up for that gig. Yeah, well, it was a panel. So I was up there with a few other, a few other people who, to be honest, are greater people than me. You know what I mean? Like, it was... They they were too good of person to be used in this way. So I, I felt I felt bad for my for my fellow panelists. We're worse than I felt for myself. But um but yeah, it was it was definitely a new level. Oh, that's for rough. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well let's let's talk about some things that aren't rough. Let's talk about some new new and old sponsors that we have. Um so Piper, we got two promos to do. We have Dwell Bible and we have a new book. It's been a while since we've done a book, so maybe we should do that one first. Yeah, let's knock this one out first because uh, they're a new sponsor for us. It's it's from it's a new book from InterVarsity Press by uh, I think we've actually promoted a book by this author before, and he's he's like a friend of a friend of the podcast. Okay. So it's by, it's a new book from Jonathan Dodson called Our Good Crisis: okay. Overcoming Moral Chaos with the Beatitudes. So Oops. Jonathan Dodson, he's a pastor in Texas, and he he started Gospel Centered Discipleship, who. We've done. We've had some different stuff of theirs come through the podcast. Some great guys there, I think. And then I've done. I've done their. They do a little writing cohort kind of thing that I've done a session for periodically. So a great bunch of people. But that's not a. That's not a bad speaking venue because I get to do it from my own home via video, which nice. is nice. But uh, the book, Our Good Crisis. So basically, Dodson looks at the, all of the sort of moral and political an environmental morass of confusion that is today and then 
takes the Beatitudes and filters all of that mess through it as sort of this is this is Christ's set of standards for how we should think about responding to moral ambiguity, responding to political uh, crisis and angst and power and all of that. And so um, it's which I love books like this because it sort of cuts to the chase. And instead of taking a side mm-hmm. or um, pushing us to, to think a certain way or or um, do's and don'ts kinds of things, it just says, well, this is these are biblical principles that you can always apply when people are freaking out about something. Yeah. Uh, so I would encourage anybody to get this. Dodson's a great writer. He writes he writes like a pastor <clears throat> in terms of the sermonic tone of yeah. it. So it's very accessible, very clear. He's not he's not trying to impress anybody with his uh, academic credentials. Um, and let's see. Let's look at the uh, let's look at the endorsements for this. While you're looking up the endorsements ah. pipe, I got a hot take on Dodson. I'm looking at his All picture right, here. Up. You know, I like to look fire away. You know, I like to look at the picture. He looks a little bit like the guy who played the Joker. He looks like Joaquin a little tiny bit. Are you with me on he that? He does. He's like a he's like a happy, yeah, non neurotic. Yeah, he's like a non miserable Joaquin. So, which is to say, doesn't doesn't really look for him other. Look like him other than like the jawline and the yeah, nose. Good but, job, you know. good job, Jonathan Dotson. <laughs> um, All right, so Russell Moore likes it. Okay. Um, Colin Hansen likes it. Nice. David Wells, who maybe not an, a widely known name, but very widely respected in in our in our camps, likes Dude, it. The Yankees pitcher uh, or the Gordon Conwell guy? Which David Wells? Uh Gordon Conwell guy. If it was the if it was the former overweight lefty Yankees pitcher, I would be thrilled. Exactly. That would that would give me a whole different respect for both David Wells and this book. Absolutely. But instead it's a very widely respected theologian and professor. Um so yeah, check out the book. It's called Our Good Crisis by Jonathan Dodson. It is available now. Uh and you can get it, you know, wherever you buy books. There you go. Your jam, y'all. Piper, that's a good read. It's it's so good to have you back it in is. studio and, and also good to have you back doing the promos. I feel like Ronald and I just yeah. kinda stumbled our way I mainly just for the promos uh, it's good to have you back so it's, you know. <laughs> yeah okay to be well, clear. yeah <laughs> I did see one comment on Facebook I saw I, you know I posted the episode you guys did most recently and it was the first comment just said you guys need Piper back and I felt really bad because yeah, I felt bad too a, I to let honest. I let that one listener down yeah. the rest of the listeners didn't say anything of the sort so I think they were all fine um but then I felt bad for you because that that it means he did. He wasn't crazy about the work you guys did. I will say the episode you did. He wasn't crazy the, he, about the free thing that he gets every week. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I right. feel so sad. I mean, for I post. Him. Yeah. What tool. Good. <laughs> like really? Come on. No, but we got we got two or three emails about the episode you guys did prior to that. What was that? The it was the kind of disappointment episode, um, and people loved it. Were very they found they it very helpful because of their well. struggles in ministry or creative life. So don't worry. One listener was cranky about me being out last episode. So really, to that listener, my insincerest apologies. Um, I'm back and I'll do a promo. One read person was cranky about you being busy being like a hero to the Nashville community in the wake of a tornado. So you know, I think that's a good excuse to be out. But uh, speaking of speakers and famous people, boys, I want to lean into a couple of things. Um, Don Carson was at our school last week. What the great D.A. Carson, Dak? Dak? Yeah, and he uh, he didn't like text me and ask to hang. That's out. insane. Was I he was wearing was he wearing his blue jacket and khakis? I mean, was he wearing his probably? I go to the gig, man. It was listen to this. It was like sixty bucks to go. What? 
Did, did yeah, you get like I, dinner? I like, did you get did you get a book? What did you get for that? Well, I think it was dinner. I think it was I don't know. I didn't go. Oh. But my kid listen to this. My kid went. Stop. Because he uh he works like in the in the catering arm of Union once in a while and uh and he worked that event. Oh, so he so was forced to go. He was Yeah, he was texting me from it and he's like, Hey, do you know what do you know about this DA Carson what do you guy? Know about I'm this like, guy Donnie. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm like, we basically this, used to who's hang this out. This older guy who keeps mispronouncing Isaiah. Exactly. Baby, did you tell him that you had that round table like like thing with with Dak that time? Well, dude, I did. I told him all about the round table and I, I told him all about how like I was Dak's handler basically like way back in the early KDY years when he came to speak at KDY's church. And um I drove him around town, man, and he was he was not a fun hang in the car. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Like <laughs> Um, he wasn't. He wasn't interested in like listening to music. I don't think you're surprising anybody right now. That's you know. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, think you're not killing anybody. Fun, like, okay, what what kind of music did you offer to play? For? This is fascinating. I want to know what musical offerings Ted put in front of Don. Dude, Trump. whatever CDs were in my car in like 2004. So it was probably so you're like playing Usher, <laughs> like 50 Cent, Weezer. Yeah, like Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, or what else would have been in my car in 2004? I don't know. Probably that album Metallica made with the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Nothing that Dak would really be super into, to be fair. What do you think he would be into? That's a great orchestral question. Orchestral music. Um, yeah, orchestral music. But I feel like he would have very strong opinions on that, too. He'd be like, no, I like the German school or this particular Crap era work? or something. like. Yeah, right. Either right, What'd either orchestral say? music, craft work, or Matt Boswell. I mean, take your Matty Boswell. Take your choice. Yeah, one Boss. of the take your choice, Dak. What one of Dude, these? Wouldn't will it be funny you? if Dak, if he had a, like a real weird like pop sensibility or just an artist that he really rode with? Like, who would that be? If if Dak Post was Malone, <laughs> Post Malone. Yeah, yeah. Dak's like, I'm gonna get that tattoo on my face. You know, in honor of Pope Dak's Malone. like nobody knows this about me, but I'm a massive Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> exactly, he's like early Taylor Swift, right. though. You know, exactly. yeah, love story. Anybody? Like I used to love the Dixie Chicks, and they got all Ter- political. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could. I could just imagine like walking down a hall behind him at at the next to you know uh, what is it TGC conference and hearing him whistling like teardrops on my guitar yeah. quietly to himself. He's like, "Marry me, Juliet. We'll never have to be alone." <laughs> He's like, "I love that new post Christian Bieber stuff. I love, I love, oh, yeah. I love Yummy." <laughs> oh, fellow Canadians, I bet there's oh, a Bieber 100%, connection, man. One hundred, dude. Who do you think is the most famous Canadian Dax hung out with? Like or rub shoulders with in some way. Besides himself, no, like, well, yeah. I mean, it's not Biebs. Yeah, besides himself and besides um, J.I. Packer. Well, that, I was gonna so say, dude. Table. I mean, when you're when you're at his level of what he does, like, who are you hanging out with? Like on a com- like on a like on a pop level, right? I don't know. Like Mike Myers, Packer junkie. Canadian. I thought he was from England originally. No, he's Canadian. Wait, who man. Packer? He's in the, he's in Canada now. He's like out there. He's been in Vancouver for a while. I think. I mean, and I guess Canada is sort of like the what are they like a province or they're just they're, like Commonwealth British. or something like of the, England. It's like England. It's like England's England's it's like territory. England, South yeah. Dakota. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, England, South Dakota, yeah, with like British candy bars, and they gotta like they have to like the Queen or something. Alanis, Alanis Morissette was she Canadian? Yes. I bet Dax. Brian like, Adams. I bet he's had Canadian. like a, 
Yeah. There's a lot Ooh, of Brian people Adams. that are, this is what it is for me, guys. Like, <laughs> Cana- what I find, I find out people are Canadian years later, and my comment is always, oh, I had no idea they were Canadian. Well, and all the hockey players, too. Do you think he's hung out with Wayno, like the great one? Dude, do you think like he's Dacky? a sports guy? I no. I can see Dak being a, a huge closet. Dude, I totally agree player. with yeah. that part. It's closet totally because agree. he doesn't have any obvious interest besides theology. I agree with so, that, uh, yeah, I, I could see him being like a massive Winnipeg Jets like, fan. I, or something I feel like, like that. yeah, Dale Howarchuk. Yeah, Dale Howarchuk. That's what back. I was going to say. I'm joking, but like I was hung out back in the day. But I see him being like, dude, it's like Thanksgiving, and I'm like, it's like your dad, where he like he allows himself just for like one minute to like watch a sports game. He allows himself like 25 minutes of hockey viewing a year, right? Because to celebrate like a holiday. Okay, so little yeah. little little known fact about John Piper is that he actually loves sports. He just loves using his time differently. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I'm in town, my dad will figure out how to, uh, to to get games on. So, last fall, I went up there for my sister's wedding, and it was the Vikings were playing the Packers on the Sunday immediately after. So, they got married on Saturday. So, that's Sunday. My brother brought his TV to my parents' that's house. hilarious. Um, because my parents don't have a TV. Yeah. And then we said we you know we figured out how to stream it through NFL.com or Hulu or something, and like my dad was inside watching the game, dude. Okay, for the so, most part, while like the kids were all running around outside. This is a topic I want to lean into. Okay, like the principled like mega Christian in your life who is too good for television, but who like wants everyone else in his life to go through all kinds of gymnastics so that he can watch the stuff that he wants to watch. <laughs> like like yeah, I'll just put my 55 inch plasma into the back of my car and like bring my Xbox and you know, well, I mean, you just, sum- you just summarized it pretty well. Yeah. Like that, 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 yep. There you go. That's, that's the experience. <laughs> it's so funny though. Like I, I had a guy like this in my life and, um, he, he was like, and th- this was, this was more like early two thousands era, but he's like, yeah, I could, could anybody just like tape the Michigan game for me and drop it in the mail? And it's that's like hilarious. That's kind of a lot of work, you yeah. know. You got it's a post office run and a VHS. Like it'd be easier for you and... just to go to Best Buy, buy a new TV, like hook it up and watch the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and cheaper, exactly. Uh, no, it's good though. It's so yeah. Funny. I would say for so... sure that describes Dak. Like, like literally, it's like some weirdo holiday. Like, there's some hockey game on. He's like, he's looking at his wife, going, "Babe, do you think it's like? Would it be a sin for me to watch this game right now?" Yeah, like- yeah, like whose house can we drive yeah. to? Like who can I impose upon? Like who has cable so that I can watch this? Like game? what if we went to my son's house? Would that be okay? You know, it'd be funny to be that guy for Dak. You know what I mean? Like you're the you're the hockey his game sports guy handler. His, his sports handler, dude. Yeah, he was he was disappointed in me and in, in my handler. Oh, he was so disappointed. I mean, he's a he's a doctoral studies overseer. He has that power over people's lives. Like true. Oh, you've poured years and years and years of yourself. Like you've already burnt. Like you, you have worked your fingers to the bone trying to impress me. <clears throat> yes, I'm going to come watch TV at your house. Yeah, and totally you can't good. say no. Yeah, it's some like teaching assistant, you know, who can't say no. I think that's who Dax calling to come hang out to watch the hockey games. So, uh, yeah, and baby, real quick on this, a little, a little at Jared C. Wilson update. No email. Still no email. Dude, Still you're waiting. Kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys went. You guys, well, not you guys, Ted. You went hard at Jared last uh, last episode. I did. Yeah, I wrote him a little fan letter because I I liked a thing that he had written. And uh, guys, yeah. now I just now I don't want him to write you back so that we can like talk about how he's never written you back for like years to come. So, 
did you did you have a direct e- you guys may have covered this i honestly didn't listen to the last episode yeah. that closely i just dropped in enough so that i could make bullet pointed show sure, notes sure. um so did you have a like a direct email address or was this through like a contact me form dude no i think it was a direct email address and um yeah it was just like like once a year i get really appreciative of people and i'm just like i'm gonna write some fan letters still waiting for that email and, uh, baby man, just not even BTW's christmas or anything. still waiting for that email that once a year from you oh yeah baby well you know it's it's coming it's definitely coming so that but, i could uh, not write you back yeah yeah, yeah love exactly to, so love to have can, the pleasure of not writing you back like Jared i'm too busy Steve. hanging out with jared to write you back we're we're like just like you're too busy with hanging with dak i mean it's it's all the same yeah yeah well it's all yeah, the same thing i mean like me driving around with Dak all the Correct. time. Correct. Just listening to music, sharing our feelings. Correct. Dak was my ox. Ted, do you Dak. reply? Do you reply to every piece of fan mail you get, Ted? Honestly, if it's if it's kind, <laughs> like if it's not hate mail, I respond. Uh, and sometimes I don't respond at length, but I'm I'm just like, yeah, thanks, man, because I I really do appreciate like people's appreciation. And I'm I'm not going at Jared. This is just, this is a bit like this isn't me actually being mad. It's uh, it's a but bit. you're a little but, but you're a little uh, curious. Dude, yeah, I'm just, I'm just. You're I'm a slightly curious. curious, we would say. Is it, is, it, is, yeah. it, is it possible that he's way more famous than we've given him credit for, and he gets inundated with mail? So no. yours just like got uh-uh. it got lost. I think he in might be one of those guys of, pipe that gets a lot of emails. I'm not kidding. I think he gets a lot of emails because people don't like him. Really? You know, like he says controversial things, and then he also lives in the SBC world where people get very angry about things. That's true. So it's possible he gets a ton of hate mail, and so he has like a a, a strong filter in place, and maybe yours got caught in the that filter. Could be, that What's could weird be, though too yeah. is like I get like I've kind of tr- I've shifted, so like I get more texts than I get emails now because I kind of got mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So like I get more people contacting me either on like Facebook, Twitter, or text, and I get like actual emails from people, which is weird. Dude, that's a that's a funny thing, and and I forget what context it was in that it came up. Maybe it was you you and me last week, but I feel like. Yeah, people are even too lazy to write hate mail anymore. It's just like they they kill you on Twitter in 140 characters, yep. and it's like, yeah, I'm getting nostalgic for hate mail now. <laughs> you know, like beautiful days back when hate people mail. were back when people were committed enough to write a two paragraph email. Nostalgia of you know? hate mail. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, classic. Um, boys, we got time probably for one more topic. And uh, what, if it makes you guys feel better, we do get hate mail for the podcast. Like we're still drumming up interest in that. Oh, I love it. We probably once every week and a half to two weeks, we get a. Uh, I was recommended to your podcast by Spotify, and you guys are so snarky, I can't even take it anymore, and I'm not listening anymore. I mean, yeah. they take 900 words to say I'm not going to listen. Well, dude, yeah. So the, we get those. The, Would you like me to forward that on to you no. for your nostalgic blessing? No, no forward it to me, podcast. I, I, I love stuff that. like that. Okay, I'll pass those along just for for your encouragement. Because I find it, pass it along to me, just to, yeah, to you, Ron. Not to boys, you. I find it incredible that people don't get like the funny irony. We don't take ourselves seriously. It's all a joke aspect of this program that like astounds me. That absolutely astounds me. Well, dude, there are a lot of Christians, though, in their defense, I guess, who were just raised in a completely. Absolutely. You talk about like quarantine. You talk about like coronavirus quarantine. They were in a, like a like a humor quarantine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they were just in like a hazmat suit that like protected them from any kind of humor. And because uh, I mean, I think those are the people that are because to be like truly because I always tell people like, dude, this is not a cynical program because we're not really serious about any of this stuff. 
We're actually like optimistic and we're hopeful. We're just being funny. So you can't really be snarky and cynical if you're, if you're actually not taking what you're talking about seriously. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's fun. And I like being able to say this even right now because we're still probably yeah. going to get an email like after this, after this pod. Totally. Yeah. Which- well, and you never know what's going to hit a nerve either. Like I, I tweeted something out, uh, on Sunday and, and it was just, it was a coronavirus joke, which is always in good taste, yeah, exactly. I think. Um, it's just, <laughs> I just said, if you're going to skip church because of coronavirus, you should oh, probably that's skip right. church, I too. That, that was funny. And, uh, yes. and yeah, Ronnie replied with a very humorous response. Ronnie's like, I'm never skipping struggle. brunch. <laughs> Our church is brunch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, Ronnie's response was, people got to eat, pipe, uh, which was very funny. But, you know, most of the responses were, yeah. were, were funny. One or two people came back and were furious. Oh, I didn't see those pipe. Okay, like just were. one person was well. One person had had their church canceled uh-huh. uh, because of this, and so they were not able to meet. And so this person was very upset because she she felt targeted by this uh, by this tweet. I think and was like, some of us are grieving about having to miss church and don't give a bleep about brunch. <laughs> um, and I was like. You didn't skip. Yeah. You didn't skip church. Right. They skipped you. Exactly. <laughs> like they you're, they you're canceled, fine. not you. Yeah. I'm talking about the people who are like in their fuzzy pajamas at home debating whether they should have pancakes or waffles instead of going to church. Like th- those people. Yeah, dude, that's really funny, man. I love it, man. I love it. So, yes, you can make people mad any which way. It's it's impossible not to make people mad. You know who makes people mad? Doug. Dougie, Doug Wilson. Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Dougie Fresh. Dougie made some people mad this week. And uh Oh, was he talking again? <laughs> what also like I don't know if we've ever gone a minute and a half on this, but I love that his name is Doug. Is anyone else named Doug anymore? No. Like there aren't any nine year old kids walking around. No, there hasn't been a kid named Doug, is Doug in seven years. <laughs> I okay, I, I I know one guy at church named Doug, and he's he's about our age. Yeah. He's about my age, and is really Dude, nice. How guy. did yeah. he get Just named Doug? Being low, your age, low key. I, that's impossible. He was red on the table. I don't know Doug's. I bet though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, oh, oh certainly. Or like, yeah. He he was named after like that's a beloved was, uncle or right something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And he's he's an awesome dude. So like, I was gonna ask, is Doug? Like the equivalent of of Karen, you know how Karen is sort of the memed name, like Karen wants yeah, to see the manager real. kind of yeah. thing. Is Doug that? But I don't think it is. I think it's just it's just a name from a, a bygone name from the 70s, a bygone generation, eighties kid name. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah like Janet, for sure. It's like Shelly. <laughs> oh, Shelly, dude, I like. It's that. like Connie. <laughs> oh my, my sister in law's name is Shelly, and she she was she's That's a child what I'm of saying. the 70s, It's all those names 70s, that so, yeah. I don't even think are going to come Chad. back someday. Right? It, they're yeah. not even going to come back someday. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Dude, I hope Doug makes a. I hope it makes a comeback. Well, who looks down at a little baby Uh-oh. and goes, "Oh, he's adorable, honey. Let's name him Doug." Well, dude, I felt that way about Jack twenty years ago, and now like every every other college dude is. Named oh, Jack's Jack. huge, man. Yeah, because Jack is so Jack huge. and Henry and all these like all these steampunk names. Yes, very steampunk. Like, yeah, born twenty twenty born in, years ago. Born in eighteen eighty five. This is what this is what we're getting hate mail about, guys. We just you just like took a leak on everybody's children who Absolutely. listens to this thing. They're like, Madison is offended. <laughs> no, I like oh, Jack why? though. I like it as a name. I think it's a I think it's a perfectly cool. Pipe, that's name, funny. Right? Madison is offended. <laughs> Madison. Dude, there's so many Maddie. Madison. Oh, Maddie's right. huge. 
Yeah. We have like huge. 19 Maddies at our church right now. You know what I mean? Oh, of course yeah. you do, baby. Of course you do. Now, like what uh what did Douglas what did Doug say that that got everybody riled up? Did you up? research that, that a little about... bit, man, with that? Were you able to get into that cuz I I can't I don't have it. No, here's the thing. If I start searching Doug Wilson things, it's it just is a black hole of controversy and things that make me mad. It There was a short video. I did see this yeah. briefly earlier this week. I was in the midst of other things and didn't pay super close attention. But he essentially was pushing back against the notion of servant leadership in the home. And I think he said something to the effect of it's it's Which not very manly. Phenomenal. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. It's not manly. Dude, the Happier Aunt Gender podcast. That's basically what this Dude, is. Dude, it's what phenomenal. What a has been over the last six months. To say. I mean, honestly. Yeah. It's a bonkers. Yeah. It's a bonkers thing to say. Like in our like, age. Are in we our, just in looking, our is he just looking for takes? Oh, uh, 100, man. 100. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to go in on servant leadership this week, everybody. Yeah. So I, I have a theory on this. Yeah. And that is, if you live in a place like Moscow, Idaho, mm-hmm. what like, else how, do you have to do besides look for takes? Yeah. Dude, we gotta go to a we gotta do a live show in Moscow, Idaho. No, we don't. No, hundred percent, we do not. I, I want to do not. I do not need to go to Moscow, Idaho. I, I love. I want to see it. Run that down immediately. Can I go back to a Can I go back to a hotel boardroom in Tupelo, Mississippi? Yeah, I, let's do a live show there. That would be better. <laughs> the people there were so nice. Dude, yeah, and uh, they they right would now. be a great audience. I do not want to go to Moscow. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. It'd just be interesting. I feel like I, I do feel like if I went with you guys, it would be much more fun. Can you imagine us doing a live show in Moscow just with the whole theme of it being Douglas Wilson? I mean, what would Dude, it be like Rocky Four? You know, I mean, can we do Moscow, Russia? That'd be way better. <laughs> we could. I, I bet we I bet we have a listener base in Moscow. I mean, as soon as as soon as the Gospel Coalition does a conference in Moscow, Russia, exactly. we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be able yeah. to do it. You know, do TGC Russia. <laughs> 2021 soviet conference i love it 2021 so that's right amazing yeah so doug wilson thinks basically that servant leadership is like nowhere to be found in the bible or something something like that or whatever awesome yeah so what's the what what would be the flip the flip side of servant leadership i think he was just saying like dictatorship well i think he's like misogyny <laughs> totally because you know masculinity i mean that we you know that's that's the thing that's been taking a hit for all these years you know to you know not enough masculinity that's our problem boys you know it's hard being a man these days everybody's out right. to get us absolutely uh we can't do anything right we're at fault for everything man i you know what our the solution is servant leadership let's, let's ditch just, it. Let's, i'm ready to ditch guys control i'm ready to ditch it immediately yeah dude you 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 really you've given me a lot to chew on here yeah i'm ready to ditch it um life would be way easier if i didn't have to try to serve uh, well anybody. that's 100 percent correct that's the truest thing i've heard spoken all week pipe dude now practically i'm just i'm just trying to think through if we if we as men decide to ditch servant leadership like the three of us would what would that look like in in our homes pipe like i've already ditched it I'm kids done. you're you're on your own for dinner. Just make whatever, you know, and, and I'm not doing laundry. So the kids would be doing their own laundry. It'd be like overflowing. And, well, Pipe, you're, I mean, uh, I, I mean, T, you're, I mean, you're not doing that anyway. You're a man. You're not, you're not a, you're, you're about being masculine. You're, yeah, I'm 
What are you talking kitchen. about? I don't even know how to get kitchen. to the kitchen. Like, what are you house? even talking about right yeah. now? Yeah. I don't even know where the wash machine well, is. In my correct. House. Yeah. Actually, I'm a yeah, beast at yeah, laundry. I, think it's... I, I do the heck out of some laundry. I don't know. I just like doing it. Wow. Well, I think there's even, I think there's even just verbiage changes. You just stop saying please. Yeah, for sure. You know, instead of like, instead of, you know, would you please clean your room to your kids? It's like, go clean your room. Now, of course, every dad gets there at some point once the kid hasn't done it, but you just, you drop please, no requests. Everything is a, everything is just, yeah, it's it's just, it's just an order. You must do this now. Bring me whatever. I think I think that's you know language sort of changes reality as we use it. So I think if we if we commit to making that shift, yeah. we can really do away with servant leadership in in a matter of weeks. Well, let's do it. Just stop requesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Dougie, he's he's given us a lot to choose. Masculinity. It's all about getting what Doug Wilson wants. That's what I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, I'm going to get so in trouble with my network because last year I did a masters of ceremony thing and i made a super crazy doug wilson joke and you know believe it or not even even at sojourn network i offended some people with that one you took some heat so i did for real i did it was really it was it was really funny what what was this super crazy doug wilson joke i feel like anything you've said about him can't top what he has said from i just was making a joke like we we can let our I, i can't get all into it but like i basically said we can let our guard down a little bit because Douglas Wilson is no longer on the Sojourn board, you know, and it was it was more deep than that. But like, wait, he used to be. On no, the he wasn't. That was the joke. So it was oh, like, oh, okay. So it's like we don't have to be as uptight anymore about some of these things because Dougie's not on the board anymore, you know. And like a bunch of people laughed, mm-hmm. and then I was told about again not the people that laughed, but the people in the front row that mm-hmm. didn't laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, I thought we we're like a network that's not super pro Dougie, you know? Like you would just mm-hmm. think like that's a given. And that's why you misread the room. That I, I, well, yeah, for those three people that were offended, I did, baby. Yes, yeah. So uh, it's tough. it was rough. It's tough. It was rough. So me, yeah. me and Doug are a little on the outs, as well as being on the outs where with just with Dougie Wilson fans. You know, that's where you just look up, wipe the sweat off your brow, look at the undercarriage of that Cessna, and just keep going forward. <laughs> you know, like think about the axes you're going to throw later. Think about the like. $94 steak dinners you're going to be enjoying. Big key. You know what, on, though? It's okay so because when I get booked to speak at Desiring God Conference in a couple years with Doug Wilson, like we're going to make amends. Yeah. It's going to be fine. You're going to be best friends. We're going to be best you're going to be hanging out with Doug for... more than you're hanging out with Jared. Oh, 100%. Jared's going to feel jealous. Okay, so here's the thing. I will 100% guarantee you Dougie Wilson is a better hang than Don Carson. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Like if, if, you got, if you got to be his minder for the day mm-hmm. – you would have stories to tell of like great conversations and yeah. and shared you know at least we could, at least we could argue and the whole who time knows and, what, and like you know get sarcastic and laugh, you know well, yeah here's the thing he's a really nice guy mm. in person he really is like and he's he's brilliant and he's one of the best Careful writers pipe, you're out on there shaky ground no, right now he he just says some crazy stuff he's crazy which is a real problem crazy. well right yeah, but you know he's. I'm just saying, like, there's. It's a weird like you're thing. A, you're a you're a sympathetic that, Doug Wilson guy, man. That's oh, no, Ron, I'm you're a, just I'm, trying to start controversy for Pipe. You're trying stop to get him, stirring things up. Yeah, don't get me in trouble. I don't I mean I'm already in trouble. Dude, you're because, in trouble because you just called Doug Wilson brilliant, <laughs> dude. That's you, man. That's you. Uh, yes. Well, he is. You can be brilliant that's and true. wrong. True. That's well, true. 
You can also be brilliant and no fun. Two things you that can be brilliant and wrong and me. fun. Like there's there's a mix of things that are going on here. Yeah, so. no, that's true. That's true. Or you can be like us, which is I don't know if we're brilliant. We're often wrong, and I hope there we're fine. There you fun. go. You know what's always a good hang, and you know what I could have used in my car in 2004 when I was driving Don Carson around town. The Dwell Bible you think app. He would have been okay. We could have just that? listened to Dwell. You think he would have been okay with? Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, I would. I would have. I would. I bet he has strong feelings about the medium in which scripture should be expressed. And mm-hmm. if you turned on any of the musical backgrounds, he would be like, "What? If, Turn this off. What if this I, is an abomination? What if I toggled it to the Canadian voice on Dwell? <laughs> and and the voice would be like, "Hey, uh, there's therefore now no no condemnation, eh? I love all, you know. I love the I'm sorry. <laughs> What if, what if I toggle to that voice? Would he have liked it then? <laughs> that would that would be fun. Is there a Canadian voice on there? I don't know. There literally can't, yeah, there should there be, can't be a Canadian voice on Dwell. I want there to be one. Why not? I would listen to it in that voice. <clears throat> Piper, tell us about Dwell. I was waiting for the cue. Uh, so yes, go listeners, go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant to, to check it out. It's an audio Bible app, multiple narrators. They got all sorts of different features so that you can kind of, you can listen in the way that works for you, whether it's a listen all the way through plan or different books of the Bible or like listen and reflect kinds of things, all sorts of different stuff you can do. Um, it's a great way to get scripture into your life when, you know, you're, you spend a lot of time in the car or you are at the gym or whatever you're doing that is not convenient for reading. Um, and they have a discount for our listeners. It's a 33% discount off of their monthly or annual subscription. So I think it's less than $20 a year with the discount and it's less than $2 a month. Uh, so again, dwellapp.io slash happy rant. They have the discount there. Check it out and, uh, you'll love it. I use it pretty regularly. Uh, it's a great, just sort of supplemental way to be in the word for me. A lot of people use it as their main go-to scripture and, uh, and it works really well both ways. There we go, boys. That was a, that was a good 50 minutes of radio. It feels good to have pipe back for a lot of reasons, not just the promos. And not just the Doug, but especially, but especially the promise. not just the Douglas Wilson controversy that he, oh, it's that big. he brought to the it's table. Big. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where the hate mail is going to come from this week. Is it is it that people are defending Doug? Mm-hmm. Is it we don't that, have those defenders? Uh, is it we? that we've insulted? Is it that we've insulted women? Is it that we are cynical? Wait, wait, wait. Is it How that I we, said Doug is brilliant? Did we insult women at some point? Did I miss this? Uh, oh, uh, well. If people don't recognize we're humor, not we did. just by being men who are talking, we've insulted women. I mean, we said we're doing away with yeah. servant leadership, and you made laundry yeah. jokes. So oh. there's a good chance someone is triggered right now. Well, dude, they, I, they may have already sent yeah. the hate mail. Yeah, my only laundry thing was that I, I do I do some good laundry work in my home. So yeah. you know, I think I think I'm above. I heard you say here, that. I hope. That's what I heard. Thank you, baby. Yeah. Well. We will we will just sit back and wait for the hate mail to pour in as as we always do in this program. And I will share it with Ron. Yeah, I will wait. No, I appreciate. it. I will wait for Piper to wait and send. Oh, that's good. That's good. You boys enjoy enjoy that hate mail. I'm gonna just clear out my emails and wait for that response from Edward C. Wilson. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna clear the schedule. I'm not gonna go to work this week. Not because of the coronavirus, but just because I'm. And baby, I'm, I'm still waiting to get an email from you that I can't that I won't respond. Too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You want to have the option? Well, the, just as soon as you appreciate something from me, and I actually get that email, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that. 
I gotta, I gotta dive back into your Yoda work. How's the Yoda life been? Lately? It's been a little light. Good. It's been a little light, man. Yeah, yeah. a little light. So give us a, give us a give us an example of some some good Yoda work from the last week. Um, you got one there at your finger. Yeah, my latest was uh, right here, boys. Uh, preaching is not as hard as it is heavy. Now, what does that actually mean? I, I, have, I have no, no idea, idea what that means. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Very keep it open. Oh, that's the best kind. Yeah. That's a perfect Yoda tweet because it sounds like it means so much, but maybe it, it maybe it doesn't. And it's it. nice and short too, like it would fit in a fortune cookie. Correct. You know what I mean? There's the product you need to drop: gluten free pastoral fortune cookies, Yoda cookies with all your Yoda stuff in, inside. Hey, I think you're onto something, Big T. I think that's big. Yeah, the potential I for think that it's is huge. Big. Well, let's get Monsanto on the line. Okay, <laughs> let's get a food. Like corp, corporate giant on the line, and let's let's get that made. Let's get those in uh, to the marketplace. Yeah, right? I don't I don't disagree with that at all. That's yeah. that. Yeah, good. That's fantabulous, well, man. That's a really good idea. Well, I'm glad we're on the same absolutely. Page and I feel like we can we can always be counted on to start non lucrative businesses on this podcast, Correct. and uh, it's what we do. In addition to wandering to and fro. So until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Becca Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform.